Testament. March 4th. Mark chapter 11, verse 27, through chapter 12, verse 17. By this time, they, Jesus and his disciples, had arrived in Jerusalem again. As Jesus was walking through the temple area, the leading priests, the teachers of religious law, and the other leaders came up to him. They demanded, By whose authority did you drive out the merchants from the temple? Who gave you such authority? I'll tell you who gave me authority to do these things. If you answer one question, Jesus replied, Did John's baptism come from heaven, or was it merely human? Answer me. They talked it over among themselves. If we say it was from heaven, he will ask why we didn't believe him. But do we dare say it was merely human? For they were afraid that the people would start a riot, since everyone thought that John was a prophet. So they finally replied, We don't know. And Jesus responded, Then I won't answer your question either. Then Jesus began telling them stories. A man planted a vineyard, built a wall around it, dug a pit for pressing out the grape juice, and built a lookout tower. Then he leased the vineyard to tenant farmers and moved to another country. At grape-picking time, he sent one of his servants to collect his share of the crop. But the farmers grabbed the servant, beat him up, and sent him back empty-handed. The owner then sent another servant, but they beat him over the head and treated him shamefully. The next servant he sent was killed. Others who were sent were either beaten or killed, until there was only one left, his son, whom he loved dearly. The owner finally sent him, thinking, Surely they will respect my son. But the farmers said to one another, Here comes the heir to this estate. Let's kill him and get the estate for ourselves. So they grabbed him and murdered him and threw his body out of the vineyard. What do you suppose the owner of the vineyard will do? Jesus asked. I'll tell you. He will come and kill them all and lease the vineyard to others. Didn't you ever read this in the scriptures? The stone rejected by the builders has now become the cornerstone. This is the Lord's doing, and it is marvelous to see. The Jewish leaders wanted to arrest him for using this illustration because they realized he was pointing at them. They were the wicked farmers in his story. But they were afraid to touch him because of the crowds. So they left him and went away. The leaders sent some Pharisees and supporters of Herod to try to trap Jesus into saying something for which he could be arrested. Teacher, these men said, we know how honest you are. You are impartial and don't play favorites. You sincerely teach the ways of God. Now tell us, is it right to pay taxes to the Roman government or not? Should we pay them or should we not? Jesus saw through their hypocrisy and said, Whom are you trying to fool with your trick questions? Show me a Roman coin, and I'll tell you. When they handed it to him, he asked, Whose picture and title are stamped on it? Caesar's, they replied. Well then, Jesus said, Give to Caesar what belongs to him, but everything that belongs to God must be given to God. This reply completely amazed them. Good morning. 
my brothers and sisters in Christ. It's Tom at the Barrel House in Columbus. I'm truly blessed to be able to worship with you and share some thoughts with you this morning. One thing that's been on my mind recently is a notion that originated with Pastor Mike Wells over two years ago, down on a cold, wet, snowy Tuesday morning at the farm in Vinton County as I was in day two of first phase. Pastor Mike walked into the transfo there at the farm and proceeded to tell us, the 15 or 16 of my brothers and I sitting there, that we weren't in the ministry by accident. He went on to say that God had directed our, our pathways and our footsteps towards the ministry. And in the midst of my alcoholic fog and haze at the moment, I remembered that thought. And it's a thought that continued to resonate with me over the past two years while I've, while I've been in the ministry. As I've listened to a lot of the personal testimonies of the men and the women in the ministry, it's clear to me that, that Pastor Mike hit it right on, right on the head of the nail. We are not here by accident. We were directed here by God. Each and every one of us have been prayed in to this ministry by multiple people, which included our family members, loved ones, in fact, even people that, that you and I don't even know. There's people that pray for us in this ministry. Uh, there's a group of sisters that pray for us and men that pray for us on a daily, weekly, and monthly basis that don't know any of us personally. But they continue to pray for each one of us in this ministry. We are not here by chance. God has directed us here to have this opportunity to flip the script of our lives and to walk with Him in, re- in a lifetime relationship with Jesus and to pursue a lifetime of sobriety. So one other uh, quick story I want to share with you this morning. A captain of a Navy vessel is sailing the, the sea he sees a light in the distance and he calls up to a signalman and he says signal that ship and tell him to turn two degrees to the starboard so the signalman sends that signal and reports back to the captain he says sir he he asked us to turn two degrees to the port captain said tell him I am a captain of a US Navy vessel tell him to turn two degrees to the starboard. The signalman goes out and sends the signal and he comes back and says, well, he says he's a seaman and we should turn two degrees to the port. The captain, exasperated, says, tell him I am a battleship, turn two degrees to starboard. Out goes the signalman, comes back several minutes later and goes, captain, he says he's a lighthouse we should turn two degrees to the starboard. So my question for each of us this morning is, are we the battleship or are we the lighthouse? I think a lot of us 
before we came into the ministry, we, we identified more closely with the battleship. We thought we were in control. We thought we controlled our destiny and we made our own decisions. And we powered our ways through our lives. When really, what we needed to be looking for was the lighthouse. So my prayer for all of us this morning, as we go out and, and enter into the world this morning, is that we truly become the lighthouse and let our light shine this morning and not the battleship. I love you all. Have a great day. Psalm 47, verses 1 through 9. For the choir director, Psalm of the Descendants of Korah. Come, everyone, and clap your hands for joy. Shout to God with joyful praise. For the Lord Most High is awesome. He is the great King of all the earth. He subdues the nations before us, putting our enemies beneath our feet. He chose the promised land as our inheritance, the proud possession of Jacob's descendants, whom he loves. God has ascended with a mighty shout. The Lord has ascended with trumpets blaring. Sing praise to God. Sing praises. Sing praise to our King. Sing praises. For God is the King over all the earth. Praise Him with a psalm. God reigns above the nations, sitting on His holy throne. The rulers of the world have gathered together. They join us in praising the God of Abraham. For all the kings of the earth belong to God. He is highly honored everywhere. Proverbs chapter 10, verses 24 and 25. The fears of the wicked will all come true. So will the hopes of the godly. Disaster strikes like a cyclone, whirling the wicked away. But the godly have a lasting foundation.